What's up, guys? It's your boy Joseph. And Marquita. This is the His Surgeon Hour podcast. Yo, we had a hell of a time getting uh, <laughs> getting on today. We had some tough technical difficulties with us. We're happy to be on. Yes, yes. I appreciate everybody for waiting patiently. I'm not solving new computer systems. I know, but we're learning. We're going to get it. We promise to be better next week. So, babe, how you feeling? I'm exhausted. Exhausted? <laughs> yes. I guess so. I guess so. So, um, let's, let's just jump right into it. We kept the people uh, waiting long enough. So, you know, this past week, you know, first of all, I think, like, when we first decided to do the podcast, mm-hmm. we had a conversation that said that we realized that some of these episodes will probably be somewhat therapeutic. Right. Like, it's kind of like <laughs> our self, self-care, self-therapy mm-hmm. type of thing, you know, because as, as we go through different situations, we're open, we, we wanted to be open to talk about whatever it is that we go through. Yeah, absolutely. Not only to help ourselves, but to help others. Exactly, because nine times out of ten, by the time we get on, Mm -hmm. we kind of work through it. Yep. Okay? So, that being said, it was crazy because this past week, Mm -hmm. I had to come to Marquita and apologize. You did. (laughs) (laughs) I had to apologize, fellas. And, And it wasn't even... It wasn't even that I had done anything, one thing mm-hmm. in particular. I was just being an asshole all week. Yeah. And I felt myself. And what it was, and I came to her and I apologized because I have been, like, extra irritable throughout the week. And when I get irritated like that, sometimes I can be real short. I can be real asshole-ish. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know. And, and that's the thing, like, through the whole week, you didn't like really, like you understood. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew I wasn't quite myself. I was irritating. Mm-hmm. We had a few little spats. Yeah, it was on the show. Absolutely, <laughs> and I think that's where it started. <laughs> like that's where it began. And like last week's show, it, and thank God for editing. You guys yeah. didn't see. <laughs> Yeah, I was contemplating with my friends, like, should I show it? They were like, yeah, people want to see that you're real. So, yeah, I kept some in. Some I couldn't because I didn't want nobody coming, coming at my husband all crazy. So Yeah, well, I appreciate you for that. And it wasn't nothing like that too, too crazy, but it's just, like, very noticeable that mm-hmm. I was irritated mm-hmm. with, like, everything, every little thing. And with after I apologized, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of like, that started a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that we discussed, like, you wanted to know, well, why is it that I tend to be, I get angry. Mm-hmm. I get so angry when I'm feeling things, when I'm feeling emotional. Right. And that, like, that took us to a place where I think a lot of people you know, and I think everyone can kind of relate. You know, a, a lot of times we tend to think that certain things are a man it, man issue, you know, right. dealing with our emotions. But as we talked, we found out that you have some of the same right. issues with, right. when it comes to properly dealing with your emotions. Mm-hmm. So the conversation that we had, you know, I told her, you know, I can recall as a kid, I was probably, no, I was not probably, but I was more like my mother. I was more compassionate. Mm-hmm. I was um, I wasn't overly sensitive, but you know, like I could get my feelings hurt, mm-hmm. and um, but as a little boy, you know what we used to hear, especially stop all that crying before mm-hmm. I give you something to cry about. Right, right. right. 
Or if I was in the neighborhood and, and, and something happened, like it was so funny. Um, if I was gonna get getting ready to get into a fight, I would start crying. Mm. Right? Because you would because <laughs> you had done something to hurt my feelings. So now I wanna fight you because I'm so mm-hmm. hurt. And that's where it started, you know, to where I learned to instead of suppress. Yes, I learned to suppress. Because what would happen was I would start crying, mm-hmm. I would get in a fight. Then you then want I, to fuck something up. I really wanted to tear <laughs> something up. You know, and then it got to the point where everyone knew mm-hmm. if Joe starts crying, right. he's about to start fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, if Joe starts crying, it means he's pissed off. Mm-hmm. Then eventually I learned to just be pissed off. Right. You know, I stopped the crying. Mm-hmm. I learned how to suppress the crying. I learned how to suppress, you know, like a lot of my so-called emotions. And just from that point, I think I became like very angry. Yeah, because you don't have that outlet for your anger. Right. And eventually, it's going to come out in Mm -hmm. some way. And that just makes me think back to how we we raised our kids. Mm -hmm. And we like to call that generation, you know, very sensitive. Right. No, we say they're soft. (laughs) (laughs) We say they're soft. But it's like, at the end of the day, is it our fault? Is it our ancestors' fault? Mm-hmm. Because I know growing up, I was not allowed to cry. My parents did not want to hear that. Right. And it was just like, if my feelings were hurt, I'm very sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry. And I was told, you better shut up before I give you something to cry about. So it was like, you know, I always had to bottle that up. And... Right. And I think that's that's where the conversation got very interesting because, like, I think I think a lot of men, especially a lot of young black men, yes, can relate to that. But mm-hmm. to hear that, and you as a little girl mm-hmm. having to experience some of that same thing, and and then too, you know, realizing that our parents raised us that way because that's what they knew. It was actually considered normal, right? And we, I know, I have passed that on. You know, mm-hmm. when I had Asia. Just the sound of her cry would just like make me tremble, and it's like, shut up, stop! What are right, you crying right, for? Right. And now she has a difficult time expressing her feelings, right. and I like I'm I would have to take the blame for that. Right. Now, how would you say um, Isaiah has experienced that? Well, you know, I think Isaiah has learned from me. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's tricky because when Isaiah was a little boy, I knew how that affected me. Mm, I see, knew, I wasn't aware. And I was aware because I got used to people telling me that I was angry. Why are you so angry all the time? Why are you angry? Like, even when you're, you don't, when you're seeing like you're having a good time, you just still, there's always seems like there's something, like mm-hmm. you're holding a chip on your shoulder or something. And so I, I was very aware of that. So when it came to Isaiah, I tried to be very cognizant of allowing him to express, to express himself. himself. Yeah. However, Damn, it's like Asia missed out on expressing. Well, she's very expressive now, but... But, however, even though I allowed him to as a little boy, mm-hmm. he still grew up watching his yeah. father. Wow. Right? So then there's a contradiction. Okay. You know, so then at some point, now, like you see Isaiah now, Yeah. You know, like Isaiah just told me, what, what he came in, 
over the weekend, the girls told us that he got in a fight, and, mm-hmm. you know, because he just, and he had all the stuff bottled up, and he just, you know, dropped Did you just tell on the girls on the show? Like, we never said where our sources came from. We can't edit that shit. No, so, no, this is live. <laughs> oh, this is live. <laughs> Sorry, Zay. Your, sister, your sister's told on. No, they, listen, you're not supposed to tell our sources. Oh, and he knows. He told, and he came and told us yeah, himself. But, you know, but the point is. But, see, that's the thing. If I know something, I'm not going to say it. Each person that tells me, they're going to get a shocked reaction. I'm not going to. I don't tell my sources. I don't. Can we get back? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) We're about to change the whole trajectory of the whole show. Do y'all like my shirt? (laughs) Oh, you have one too. Yeah. Rocking it. So, but, but the thing is, so you asked, I mean, like Isaiah, yes. So, and Isaiah has found, you know, just through conversations where he now finds himself suppressing a lot. Yeah. And even though I tried to allow it, again, there's a contradiction because he never saw me. Mm-hmm. He always saw, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so that's kind of like how he's been. So then, it, you know, it brings up the conversation of, you know, like you were saying, like, how do we pass these things on? How does it then affect us when we get into real adult relationships like marriage? Mm-hmm. You know, because um, until recently, like this this past week, mm-hmm. I say three to five years ago, mm-hmm. would have been a problem in our, in our relationship. You know, you wouldn't have known how to deal with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have got even more irritated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's like I was telling somebody, you know, we've gotten to the point where we can bicker at the bottom of the step. Mm-hmm. I can go upstairs, go do something. By the time I come downstairs, we're laughing at you. Exactly. <laughs> it's all, you know, it's like we know what it is yeah. we, and we address it right away. Mm-hmm. But it took time to get to that. Like, because we both, anytime you put two people together, you got two people to come together with their own issues. Two different personalities. Absolutely. But you know what? What I've learned as an adult woman, as an adult married woman, you have to choose your battles. Right. And I don't add to the fuel. Right. When you are, when I can see you are upset, I'm not going to come at you all harsh or all crazy or mm-hmm. whatnot. So I think that's the difference yeah. now. Oh, that's definitely the difference now. And, you know, I remember, you know, like in the beginning, because I knew how I was mm-hmm. and because I had been married and divorced and I knew certain problems that were mm-hmm. an issue in my first marriage, I was like, okay, let's get on that. Like, for instance, I was always the first one to be like, hey, my bad, I'm sorry. Or can we talk about, it? you know, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to let too much time go by with us being angry. And that's what time. I'm grateful. I'm definitely grateful. And that has helped me in mm-hmm. our relationship a lot. Um, because I'm a runner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a I I am, and it's like I don't like red flags. Right. I don't like confrontation. I don't like none of that. I don't like um I don't like arguing. So it's like I will shy away from that. I'll just go into my my little shell. I'll run away. Right. But you you never allowed that. No, so. I wouldn't allow that. And I remember like even like this past week, you were you were we had a 
had a conversation, you made a remark to me, you said, you know, when we first dated, you know, you didn't always act so annoyed with me. And my response was, well, you weren't so annoyed. No, listen, <laughs> what happens when you are first, well, when you're dating someone at the very beginning, everyone, they are on their best behavior, they're on their P's and Q's, and you are doing everything to try to impress me. And I just feel as though once you're married for so long, like how, how are we at like year nine? Yeah, I think, yeah, year nine. Yeah, and it's like you start to get comfortable. Right. So it's like you're not trying to impress your partner, but you're, you're, you, you've been doing better. Yeah. You've been doing much better. You surprise me. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you're everything. You cook, you do absolutely well, everything. I'm, I'm definitely dope. I'm definitely dope. Uh-huh. I am touchy-feely, aren't I? You're very touchy. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> listen, you got to touch them. <laughs> they like that. They call them the savages. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but you know, it's like, even though, and the point that I was saying, like, about, you know, it's like, yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. the difference now is being aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't necessarily, you don't necessarily now have to tell me mm-hmm. just like this past week I caught it myself mm-hmm. like you tripping mm-hmm. you know your, your wife isn't even why you're upset mm-hmm. she's not the reason that you're frustrated she's not the reason that you're you're sad or whatever you know mm-hmm. what's going on and, and you know because that's that was a me issue like mm-hmm. um it's crazy because it's almost like I don't know how to be sad I know right yeah. I know it's, it's, exactly. it's like you get mad when you're sad. When I'm sad. It's like it's like there's something wrong with me being sad, and I just immediately. No, you know what? I get it. It being sad, it hurts. Absolutely. And I think it's it's a natural form of grieving. So you're allowing yourself to grieve, and I don't think it's anything wrong with that. No, I think more people need to do that. Absolutely, and you're right, and I need. To mm-hmm. do it, you know, and and I'm learning, but the the thing, the truth is that I still struggle yeah. with allowing myself to feel emotions of sadness or um, emotions of you know feeling defeat mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, I'm gonna kick defeat's ass. You know, that's, yeah. you know, instead of just saying like, wow, I really, I really don't feel like da 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 whatever mm-hmm. today. You know, it's like um, you you go into this different place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's, it's like because we we learn to create these characters to protect ourselves. Hmm. I told you that. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna let you tell your story, no, but no, I feel I as though like we've been conditioned to build these characters, right. and I'm in the process now of just like just finding out who I am and not who I was told to be. Right. And the real Marquita, and it's like, I ha- at the end of the day, I have to make sure that I like myself. It doesn't matter if anyone else likes me. It's like, mm-hmm. I have to like myself. So right. that's what I'm focused on now, and I right. think that's, that's important. That's very important. I think, too, like even to add to that, like, that can be scary. Yeah. Because it's as vulnerable. Yes, because it's like, even as a married couple, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm allowing, I'm allowing myself to strip myself of all of these characters that I've created for myself and is she going to like me without you know what I mean see that's the thing about me 
I like real, authentic people. I don't care if you are in the hood and we sitting on your floor just having a conversation. Those are the things that I like. I like meaningful, deep conversations. Right. I don't like trying to impress or pretend that right. I don't like that. Well, and, but that's the thing, too. Like, I think, like, I mean, would you say that I'm authentic? Absolutely. Right? I don't, I don't try to pretend to be anything that I'm not. But the from day one. From day one. You told me. What did you tell me? I'm an asshole. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know how to take that. Right. I mean, it was just I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I, never, <laughs> I never had anyone just flat out tell me I'm an asshole. Yeah, I, mean, I can be a little temperamental, I can be a little irritable, and I'm okay with and it. And you're on your assholeness every single day. There's you know not what? one day that goes by Funny that you're story. not asshole. She said she said that to me, what was that? What's the day? Thursday? Like Monday or t- Monday. She said that to me. There's not a day that you go by that you're not an asshole. And I said, You're lying. She said, I, I dare you. I challenge you to go one whole day. I think you, I made it to three o'clock. You failed miserably. <laughs> you know, it's horrible. You failed. Right. You failed. Right. But even in our authenticity, I think that sometimes, because like we said, how we build these characters, is that even our in our authenticity, it's like a perception. Mm-hmm. Of being authentic because it's like we sometimes forgot who we really are, like who yep. we were before we put on these different mm-hmm. um, masks, yep. so to speak. It's like so. It's like I think I'm being authentic, yep. You know, but then, like you said, but why can't I allow myself to X, Y, and Z? Yeah, you know, and then that that that's a that's a whole other thing right there. Yeah. So how is it for you? You know, like. Because, like I said, I thought it was very interesting because I think it's very common for boys to go through that. But what is it like for you as a female, you know, to not nece- maybe not necessarily feel like you can be your vulnerable self? Well, right now, I feel as though I can, but for many years, especially like when I started working for corporate America. It was like I was told you have to be a chameleon. You have to be you have to become the person that you are talking to. So, you know, I was a chameleon with my coworkers. I was a chameleon with my clients. When I opened up my agency, it was like, okay, who do who do you need me to be? Like, who do I have to be to be a successful insurance agency? So, at the very beginning, I struggled because I was trying to be everyone else except for myself. But when I figured out, Marquita, I think my grandmother told me, she was like, you don't have to be no one but, but you. Right. And actually, that's when things changed when I became Marquita Lyle's insurance agency, because I remember she said that. Wow. But I just didn't know how to be Marquita, because everyone always told me who Marquita should be. Right. So that was a big struggle for me. Yeah, and, and I think, like... Even for me, like even in my I just wanted can I do a test to make sure everyone can hear us? Can everyone hear us? Hey everybody, can y'all hear us? Somebody give send a message, just let me know that you can hear. I don't see any comments, so no one said that they couldn't, so I'm just gonna yeah, assume no, that they yeah, can't. I think. Yeah, because you know last time we got a whole lot of messages. Yes. Hey, we don't sound <laughs> Um, we see you, we can't hear you. Right. It looks nice. Right. So, like, what else do you, what, what else would you add to 
like what, 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 and how do you think, like what would you add to like, as far as being married, like how do you, did it affect us early on in our marriage versus now? Okay, so I just want to, I'm going to have to start off at the very beginning. I was having this conversation with my little sister, Brittany, just yesterday. Okay. And I told her that it's a difference between being a girlfriend and being a wife. And at the very beginning of my relationship, because, well, I've always been a really good girlfriend. Like, I nailed that. I I completely nailed being a girlfriend. Anyone who's ever lost me, shame on you. (laughs) But it's easier being a girlfriend because you have your home. They have their home. And, okay, we could spend the weekends together. We could talk on the phone. Oh. It paused. I don't know if we reached an hour. Okay. We're back on. Okay, so you have a girlfriend. You have your home. The boyfriend, he has his home. You talk on the phone. You get together on the weekends or whatever. But at the end of the day, you go back to your own space. So when you're married... You can't go back to your space. <laughs> yeah, like so, this is your space. Like, yeah, so yeah. this is your space. And I'm never, like, if I ever had a dispute or an argument with a boyfriend, okay, forget you, I'm going home. You right. can't do that with a spouse. Right. Right. You have to actually work, work it out. So yeah. it, was, it was difficult. I would say our first year was extremely difficult. Um, I had my way of doing things. Right. You had your way of doing things. I'm the only child, so I never really had to compromise. I never had any siblings, so I never had to compromise with siblings. So for me, it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, But you made it easy for me because you've already been on this path before. So you're familiar with the ups. You're familiar with the downs, and you know how to handle it. Yeah, and I think, like, this time around, the downs for me weren't, wasn't cause for panic. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just a down, Mm -hmm. and it was just something that we had to work through. Whereas for you, Mm -hmm. like, the downs were, oh, shit, like, Mm -hmm. uh, um, maybe this isn't right, you know what I mean? And so we had to work through that whole period, right? And you know, you want to know something else deep, deep, deep. I remember you told me that you were divorced and I wanted to know why. And I remember clearly you were like, she wasn't ready to be a wife. Mm -hmm. And in the back of my mind, after we were married, it was like, well, I don't know how to be a wife. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I just felt as though it was just going down a downward spiral because of me not knowing how to be a wife. I don't even know how to be a girlfriend. And, you know, and and going back to, like, what we were saying about, you know, like, the emotional aspect of of being married, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think learning how to communicate Mm -hmm. was a big thing. And and in, in this sense, because it's easy to say, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but you. 
Oh yeah, you know, that's you know, or it's easy to say, um, you know, when you're talking, when you come to me and start telling me what's bothering you, and automatically I want to get defensive and deflect mm-hmm. and say, well, you did such and such. That's natural. That's very natural. But that's something that I think that like over time, like we really, and with this, that's how we ended up having this conversation the other day mm-hmm. is because you you allowed me to talk, mm-hmm. you listened. You know, and it, you didn't make it about you and how you felt. You know, you may have felt something, mm-hmm. but that was for another conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it wasn't no bickering back and forth. And we just had like a really good eye opening conversation about um, how I ended up <laughs> the way I am mm-hmm. and how you ended up the way that you are right. and how sometimes those things still come into play. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember, I remember hearing it said before, you know, when we find ourselves in certain situations, the first thing we do is go back to that first thing that we knew. Yeah. You know, and if this is and this is what I knew to do mm-hmm. before. No matter how, if I've never resolved that, mm-hmm. no matter how hard I try to fake the funk for mm-hmm. however long, at some point I'm going to go back to that thing. Yeah. And and that's what I found myself doing. You know, over the past week, going back to the angry Joe. You know, the Joe who knows how to be mad so nobody asks you what's wrong mm-hmm. or nobody adds to, you know, because they don't want to be bothered with whatever you got going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, even going back to like being authentic, like even that is something that had to be created mm-hmm. to protect me, mm-hmm. you know, from getting my feelings hurt or admitting that I, I was feeling a certain. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that could be that. That's and I didn't even that. I just that just came to me just now in this conversation. Like even even in that, even in me being an asshole or mm-hmm. being mean mm-hmm. at times, that's something that I had to create. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Now another thing you and I had a conversation about is I was raised to be a strong black woman who didn't need a man. Right. Um. You know, I don't want to talk about my upbringing right now because I don't want to get all emotional and stuff. But I think that that have possibly played a negative impact on my life. You know, I had to focus on being successful. And during the process, that's all I can remember in my head is, Marquita, I need you to be successful. Marquita, I need you to be smart. You don't, you're not going to, you don't, you don't ever need a man. Mm -hmm. And in the back of my mind, that's why all of my relationships were disposal. Because it was like, okay, I don't need a man. What, like, what exactly Mm -hmm. do I need a man for? Mm -hmm. So I had to change the way I think. Right. In order for me to have a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. So. And I had to be patient and understanding. You know, with that, um, even even in just dealing with with how you operate with mm-hmm. you, yeah, you know, and, and sometimes like even with you saying that, it wasn't even a, a reflection on me. It wasn't mm-hmm. even. It just was you going about doing you the way that you do you, mm-hmm. as if, like you said, you didn't need me. Mm-hmm. Not because I had done anything, not yep. because, you know, anything like that. It was just mm-hmm. the way that you were used to operating. 
Yeah. And, you know, having to bring it to your attention, but still at the same time, yeah. give you what you needed to come to, you know. And I think, and but that also comes with uh, levels of trust mm-hmm. in, in a relationship as well. You know, like you said something that was like, like real powerful to me the other day. We were, and it wasn't, we were just having a conversation with them. Um, about the walls? About how, or we're going to talk about that with the kids on how we built up these walls. No, that's not, okay. not, no, not that. What you said was, when we were, it was when we were talking to the girls mm-hmm. and you were saying, you said, but Joseph, you're just, you said, oh, Aisha asked a question about how does she know when she needs a man? Mm-hmm. Right, remember? Mm-hmm. And, she, and we used the scenario of, say, for instance, you know, her car breaks down on the side of the road. And I told her, I said, with the way that a lot of men are raised, you're not going to get a man like me and your father, necessarily. Because a lot of boys aren't really raised that way. Mm-hmm. Um, to know how to work with their hands or do certain things. Because she feels like a man should just know how to fix it. But not that. I think even if, like, even if a man does not know how to fix things, yeah, that's we point. need to know that they can make it happen, that they can fix that's it, the, and you're point. not fixing it. That's the point that I was getting to. You stole my whole storyline. No, I was telling you how what you said was powerful. Yes. Because that's what you said. I was saving it. I, know, I was saving that's it. You said. That, that's the thing. That's the thing that you said. Because, you know, it's like, and the thing that I explained to, to Aisha at the time was like, even if he, if he doesn't know how mm-hmm. to do it himself, mm-hmm. as long as he is able to and willing to say, okay, but I, I take care of it. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't, if he doesn't know how to fix the car on the side of the road, but he paid for roadside assistance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or whatever. He said, okay, I'm going to make this phone call. I just Or cash out me the money. Exactly. <laughs> or cash out me the money. Whatever it is, you know. Because we, we live in a different time. Mm-hmm. And everybody, every man isn't going to know how to work with his hands. Every woman isn't going to stay at home and cook mm-hmm. and clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But. In this generation, they want to pay half of the bill. Yeah. And it's like. What is that about? I'm not used to half of the bill. I've never had to pay half of the bill. It's either you pay for the the date or I'm gonna pay for the date. Right. We're not we've never split the bill in half. I still let you take me out on dates. Yes, yeah. I love taking you out on dates. I, I remember the first time I let you take me on a date. You remember that? Because Mar- Marquita has a habit of well it's not even a yeah, it's a habit. Whenever we go to a restaurant, like first of all, <laughs> Applebee's is never an option. Mm-mm. I'm okay. not an Applebee's. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect to Applebee's, but that's never an option. So whenever we go, we go out. Marquita is like, okay, I'm going to have, uh, I'm gonna have a start with the appetizer. I'm gonna have the lobster with this, with the um, uh, Caesar salad, and then for my encore, you know, yes. my main course. Nice, like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time he's like, I want to take you out. I'm like. <laughs> I said, so I'm going to have an old-fashioned with your Woodford <laughs> reserve. Uh, I'm going to have an Aki tuna steak cooked rare. <laughs> but, but I had you. Yeah, but you looked at that bill, and the, the look in your eye when you looked at that bill was priceless. Like, I knew you had it. I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you do that every time. Oh, now, yeah. <laughs> I'm spoiled. <laughs> I'm spoiled, but we all, I like, I like we're spoiled together. Yes, we are. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, this generation is something else. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to get into dogging this generation just because we don't understand them. You know, they don't do things the way that we do. I know it's tempting. And that's, and that's for another... Yeah, that's a whole another time. episode. That's another time we get them damn kids on here. We can dog them out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. No, we would. We would. We might. So, what else we got today? I see you got... Um, oh, well, I have a special announcement from one of our sponsors. Okay. B&B, this Saturday, is hosting a sip and paint. And it, the sip and paint is actually for parents who lost a child. So we hope that none of you guys have lost a child. But if so, I need you to contact Nikila Adams for um, at Tayway Inc. Or Tayway, thinking of you, Inc. Go to the website. Um, they need donations in order to operate this organization. So if you can, it doesn't matter if you give a dollar, if you give five dollars, if you want to give a hundred, if you want to give a thousand, go to the website, make sure you donate. And what's the website? www.thinkingofyouinc.org. There you go. Yes. And, um, and you said this is for Tayway Thinking of You, but the Sip and Paint will be held at BNB or will No, she, I want to say it's at the Hippodrome. Okay. But go to the website. You could contact Nikila Adams for more information. But more importantly, we need donations for that organization. Absolutely. That's what's up. So, we have here. Are we going to do that? Yeah, we're going to do this. So, we purchased these. Um, Tonight's conversation card, and these are for, uh, for relationship debates, okay? We did this um, on our first episode that you guys couldn't hear because we didn't have sound, <laughs> but it, it went really well. So today, I decided that we're going to add a little twist today to the card game. So what this what this is, it's a bunch of questions that we, we haven't even looked at them yet to prepare, which is the beauty of this today. And we're just going to ask several questions here. And answer honestly. Okay. But some of these questions can get a little hot, right? Mm -hmm. They can get a little heated. And some of them you may not want to answer. Or you may not know how to answer. So if you don't want to answer. <laughs> oh, man, I wasn't drinking tonight. <laughs> it's a shot for you. And I pour the shots. Oh, no. <laughs> None of them little. Yes, I need. I need just a little bit. None you know, of them goofy shots oh that you like to. All right. So, do you want to draw first, or do you want me? I think what we'll do what three questions, three to five questions a piece. Let's just see. Let's okay. see. I'm not taking six shots. Well, you better answer six questions. Oh boy. Okay. So, am I asking myself You're asking this me. question? You're asking okay. Me. So, after 20 years of marriage, your spouse, which is Marquita. Says that she is attracted to the same sex and want to explore with you. What happens next? No, dog. <laughs> I'm not opening. I'm not opening that can of worms. I know it sounds like every man's fantasy, but I am not dealing with the after effects. And plus, here's the thing. What was that movie that we watched? Oh, uh, you. Yes. Yeah, I'm not dealing. That with that, that we it would be a wrap. Yeah. 
Plus we'll the fact, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not into sharing anymore. You okay, share okay, before? Okay, no! <laughs> <laughs> so, my turn, my okay. turn, my turn. Listen. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you and your significant other are drinking one night and talk about the first time you met. They admit that they were really interested in your best friend that night. How do you respond? I told you that when we met, I was really interested in your homegirl. <laughs> How do you respond? <laughs> <laughs> Fill it up. There you go. I'm about to be lit. I'm gonna be real sober by this. <laughs> Alright, go ahead, your turn. Your significant other has been acting suspicious lately. In the middle of the night, you wake up and realize they left their phone unlocked. Would you go through it? Explain. Suspicious. That can mean so many things. Um, I want to say no. You was a lie? But I probably <laughs> if you If you've if you been acting suspicious, I'm going to probably... I'm going, I'm going to your, your, your Facebook inbox, your DMs. <laughs> Um, I'm going to any names that I don't know, <laughs> names that I do know that I've always a little, I don't know about that nigga, <laughs> type of thing, so, yeah, I probably would. Alright, so, let's see. Your significant other wants you to include the mother of, mother or father of their child in the wedding party. <laughs> Is this entirely out of the question? Explain. Wait. Okay, I took a shot. Repeat the question. <laughs> Repeat it. More time. Your significant okay. other. Okay. Meaning you, me. Okay. Wants to include the mother, the mother of Isaiah in our wedding party. <laughs> Is this entirely out of the question? Explain. Okay. So, I'm going to give you an honest answer. If we had a relationship to where... Like how Aisha and I have a relationship, I would say yes. Really? Yes, I would. I'm okay with that. Okay. Really? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. No, I would. No, it couldn't happen. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't, it depends on who I am. Maybe they invited to the wedding, right? Yeah. yeah but be a part of the party. But be a part of the wedding party. That's that's something totally different. <laughs> You, 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 yeah. Go ahead, take a shot. <laughs> take a shot to your life. I'm sweating. It's hot in here. You're going to have to open up a window. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin said it's a whole lot of lions. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't need to tap Marvin, you shouldn't have left. You should have stayed here. It's my time. Oh, it's your turn. Go ahead. Ask the question. We better not do too many more. You're going to be... We're fine. I'm fine. Holding your hair out. I'm fine. <laughs> Have you ever had a threesome? You whore! <laughs> 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 that wasn't even a question. 
question. You, you got a drink. <laughs> you got a drink. You didn't answer it. I was getting ready to. You nasty whore you. Now go ahead. What was the real question? No, answer. Take your shot wow, first. You dirty Take your okay. shot. I got you. Okay, then I'll go through the real question. <laughs> okay. So, if you go through your significant other's phone and didn't find anything incriminating, would you tell them why or why not? No. I would. I'm not telling you. Why? Just in case I feel like I got to go through it again. <laughs> <laughs> to where I might find something incriminating. <laughs> Keep it myself. I'll need you on guard. <laughs> Thank God I don't do anything. Jeez. My phone is not safe. Puffy. Sirot. Look that up, bro. Yeah. You're in an official relationship with a person, but they repeatedly introduce you as their friend while at a holiday family gathering. Would you would this bother you? Explain. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, That's an easy one. Yeah. 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 If I'm just a I'm just a friend. Oh, I would say something right then and there. I'm just a friend. We're just friends. Yeah, yeah. I might leave. No, I might. No, I ain't going to say what I would do, but. Good Lord, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. couple more. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Couple more, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Oh. <laughs> so, a woman agrees to forgiving her cheating significant. Maybe I shouldn't do this one, Pete, because it's about a woman. Okay. But I'll read it anyway. A woman agrees for agrees to forgive her cheating significant other under the condition that she gets a free pass to have sex with the person of her choice. He is furious at the suggestion. Does he have a valid reason to be upset? Okay, I guess switch it around to. Um Yes and no. You would give me the option? No, you? I wouldn't give you the option. Cause I was gonna say this is every man's fear. Mm-hmm. Any man, like it's often been said, if you cheat on your woman and she takes you back, you can yeah. never trust her again. That's <laughs> true. You know, that's and true. so that's every man's fear. So, would he be right in being mad? I mean, I guess technically he doesn't have a right to be mad. No, not but, he. But I'm gonna be you. But I'm gonna be <laughs> okay. And I'm, listen, yeah, somebody's not gonna make it. I'm not gonna, I'm not all right. All right. Uh, Let's, wait, do y'all want it to end? Or should we keep going? I'm going to read this one. Okay. I'm going to read it. Oh, oh. What? A woman confesses to her significant other that she had, that she gave a co-worker oral sex. I would know. He feels that's worse than cheating because she didn't get anything in return. What? What? <laughs> nice question. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. A man finds his significant other's sex toy and throws it away because he feels it's too big. <laughs> because he feels it's too big. <laughs> would you, first of all, would you throw my toy away? No. <laughs> why or why not? We switching the questions. Why or why not? Why, why not? I mean, explain. Because first explain. of all, it's not just your toy. <laughs> <laughs> we play together. All right. He tells her she's not allowed to have any toy that's bigger than him. Is that reasonable? Explain. I mean, I, I've been drinking. I'm about to say too much. 
So, I don't use dildos. That's not the question. The question is, <laughs> do you? The question is, any random woman and man, if he, if that's the case, if he tells her, you can't have, you can't be playing with nothing that's bigger than me because of his little ego. Then. Well, to me, that would be fine because I don't use dildos. All right, I'll go with that. All right, you do one, I do one. That's it. Okay. One more each. Why are they trying to piss me off? Who did you have a threesome with? That's not the <laughs> question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So your significant other cheats. How could they earn your trust back?